Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Aha. You did not expect to see me here on a Thursday, did you? You're like, what are you doing here? It's not Tuesday. What is going on right now? So I thought what I'd do is give you a little preview of what's happening over on our More Mama's Boy podcast. And I don't know if I'll do this every week. Maybe I will, because I I think that maybe you're like, what's being talked about? And it's a much more, I don't know, right now it's a much more laid back podcast than Certified Mama's Boy. But in case you don't know, we also have a a podcast that gets produced every Thursday and uh, we call it More Mama's Boy. And it's a completely different channel than this podcast. And if you're like, what does all that mean? Basically, you would have two different podcasts. One is a exclusive Certified fans only show that gets released on Thursday that we call more mama's boy. And I thought what we do today is give you a little preview of what's happening. This episode is actually really interesting and it's, it's a little more right now, more mama's boys, pretty informal. Um, but what we have is my brother and who he's coming on the podcast to talk about what he's calling his spiritual awakening. And really all you know of my brother right now is because we haven't really, really gone a lot in depth on my brother is that like, one day he stepped into this closet and then all of a sudden his whole life changed and now he's living on 700 acres in the middle of, of Georgia where before he was this big entrepreneur. It's a pretty crazy story. So that's the full story today. Well, that's most of the podcast over on More Mama's Boy, right? We'll give you a little a dose of it here today. Also, uh, I'll be honest, I'm having a mental breakdown and I don't really feel comfortable talking about it publicly. I just kind of want to share my thoughts on where life is right now um, in a more intimate setting. So that's all over on More Mama's Boy. If you would like to come listen to the full episode, we'd love to have you become a certified fan. It's a $6 a month donation to the podcast. 100% of that goes into the the producing of the show. And we'd love to have you over there. And there's going to be a link over in the show notes of this podcast. So you can actually go listen. You can actually right now, literally right now, you can go subscribe and get instant access to this full almost hour episode with my brother and the mental breakdown everything else um, over there and then every Thursday you'll get a new show also um, yeah you'll be supporting the podcast so you can again you can go in the show notes you can text the word fans F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8 or you can also just go to certifiedmamasboy.com to get instant access to this episode of More Mama's Boy and if not then I will see you on Tuesday but for your preview clip today, my brother is basically explaining how he went up to my parents' lake house uh, about a week before Christmas, and everything changed. So I get up, and I, the reason I'm there is because you know it wasn't at Christmas. It was like a trip I was taking before we were going to come for Christmas, just to help them set up. Yeah. And so there wasn't there was spacious time. There wasn't like you know we must do something every hour. So I woke up that morning. And, you know, I just had time that morning, like I was helping them set up for Christmas and there's, you know, people are doing different things in the house. And, you know, what I can say is that in that moment, now I had done a little bit of meditation 10 years before when I lived in New York. When I say a little bit, I mean, like I probably went to two or three meditation classes. Right. So that was the extent of my meditation. Um, And that day I got what I would refer to as like an incredibly strong calling to sit down and meditate. And just out of nowhere, you're just like, I should just go sit and meditate. Like just, 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, but Even it wasn't like, it wasn't like a normal practice. You hadn't done it in 10 years. Yeah. It's not something I would normally do. And wow. it wasn't something where I just had a random thought where I was like, oh, I have nothing to do. Maybe, uh, okay, I'll just meditate. It wasn't that. It was like, um, you know, it felt like an impulse. It was like, you need to sit down right now and meditate. And there was not like a cloud that parted out of the sky and a voice that came <laughs> down through thunder and said, you know, Dear boy, sit down and meditate. (laughs) No, it wasn't like that. This is God. Listen to me. No, it was actually coming from inside of me. You're going to live in the woods. You're going to live in the woods soon. (laughs) No, it wasn't an external voice. It was an internal voice. It was like a strong internal knowingness that was basically commanding. It was like me commanding myself. It was like another part of me inside of me commanding myself to sit down and meditate if uh, if that can make any sense. And so... You know, in that room, there uh, are multiple closets, and one of the closets in there, this is the bedroom that I just stay at at their lake house, and one of the closets in there just is a room with no windows. So, it, you know, it was just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm going to sit down and meditate. You know, <laughs> yeah, there, was, yeah. there was no more, um, there was no like intellectual rationalization or debating if I should or I shouldn't or where. It was just, it felt very impulsive in the sense there was like this impulse within me that was like this voice and this drive from within me saying like, go sit down and meditate now. Yeah. And none of that seemed weird even like it was, it was just like, okay, it's like, this is happening. So it's going to happen because it's happening. And so I went into the closet and you know, nothing special, you know, I shut the door. So it's pretty dark and sat down just with my legs crossed and just close my eyes, you know? And the thing is that I wasn't meditating and sitting there and then like something happened. It was like the moment and the very fraction of a second that I closed my eyes, um, this experience happened where the best I can describe it is, you know, through the entirety of this lifetime, most of us, myself included, would say, okay, I'm a body and I have a personality and I have a name. And in that construct of a body and a name and a personality, I have all these relationships and responsibilities, right? And that's that's what constructs your life. And that is the realm of your identity. And that's a realm of your experience because that's what we know from our direct physical existence. And so in that, that moment, what I can tell you is that there was a very... Um, powerful instantaneous expansion of energy is what I would say. So when I'm sitting there, normally we would sit there and we, you know, maybe it's you close your eyes, which is like kind of pulling down the drapes and it gets a little darker and you're still kind of in your mind, but the drapes are down, but everything is still the same really. And you're like focusing on your breath. This was not that this was just a, if you can imagine just from like visuals from movies and things like anything you've seen, from some sort of space movie where there's like, you know, something that has like an infinite amount of like explosion into space. And it's just, it just goes on and on and on. Right. Yeah. Um, it was, it was like that. And, and so my reaction to that, um, still being a human and a human body was to gasp inward to go <gasps> and open my eyes. Right. Because that's the reaction of what you would normally do from something that seems fearful. And so yeah. the moment, the moment I opened my eyes, I was just fine. I was just normal. Like I kind of touched my head because I was fearful. Maybe I was having a stroke or something. Yeah, you know, it, right? was like, it was something very intensive. And so I, I sat there in the dark and I kind of like touched my head with my hands and 
and it was just normal. It was just normal uh, reality. And so then I, I was like, okay, no, I think I think I'm fine. That was fine. So I closed my eyes again. And as soon as I closed my eyes, I was right back in that energy field. And so in doing that, I realized I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm safe. I don't know what this is, but I'm safe. And so for, you know, just under an hour, I sat there in that, that field of energy. And I guess in the earliest stage, just, I was just in a complete state of quizzical wonder, you know, like what, what is this? Like, what is happening? I still know my name, still know my birth date, still know my social security number. (laughs) You know, I, I still have my egoic, all my layers are there. And I'm sitting in this um, very intensive, very palpable energy field that is never ending. And the way I would explain it is it was like it kept unfolding and kept unfolding and kept unfolding. And I, I kept sitting there saying, oh, wow, like A, a wow. <laughs> B, I feel like this is leading something. I feel like the longer I'm sitting here, like something is unfolding of great significance. And so I sat there again for just under an hour and then, you know, just kept unfolding, kept unfolding, kept unfolding. There was kind of like no end to it. It seemed infinite. So I still, again, have my conscious mind and I realized that it had been a long time. And so there's, there's that voice in the back of my head that says, what is this? (laughs) What are you doing? Uh, you know, no one knows that you're here in the closet. Like people might be looking for like all these things start to kind of like come into my field. And so I said, okay, help me. How long at this point do you think you're in there? Just under an hour maybe, which doesn't sound like a lot, but again, I mean, if that's, you, that's, that's a long time to be, to be disappearing. And like, then also just to be playing with this weird, I mean, I think if I was in that moment, I'd be like, that was weird. Don't need to go back in there. Okay. Goodbye. Let's go set up for Christmas. You know? Yeah. You know, but I'd seen Narnia, the witch in the wardrobe. So I was like, <laughs> You know, You're I like, wanted, where's Mr. Tumness? I was like, I know there's Turkish delight in here somewhere. It's been long enough, you know? And I was wrong. There was none. <laughs> yet. And none yet. And yeah. so I, you know, so I basically open my eyes and I stand up and I, I'm just kind of like, okay, I have no idea what's just happened. Something very significant. You have to understand I had no spiritual friends. I was reading no spiritual books. I wasn't meditating. I wasn't surrounded in that. You were just, you were just out here partying your life away. So I didn't say in that moment, oh my gosh, I think I'm having a spiritual awakening. I said, I don't know what just happened. And I very much affirmatively didn't feel that I know what had happened, you know? And so it was more just a bewilderment. I would say uh, that's the best word I can say is like a bewilderment. And so I, stand up. I was just like piece by piece, right? Like this happens and I stand up and I'm like, am I okay? Am I dizzy? Am I? And I'm like, no, okay. I think I'm okay. And I leave the closet and things look normal, whatever that means. Yeah. And so the, the moment that I knew that something was, um, you know, it changed maybe beyond that time in the closet was when I walked downstairs because it was lunchtime. So I was like, well, what am I going to do? I'm not going to speak of this to anyone because I don't even know what I would begin to to say or who I would talk to. <laughs> Can you imagine? He was like, so I was just up in the closet and um, yeah, no. you know, I closed my eyes. No. Like any, I, I would love, I would love to know. I wish we had mom on here actually. I would love to hear like what she would have said in that moment. Like if you were like, oh yeah, so I was just up in the closet and um, decided to close my eyes for a couple of minutes and meditate. And now... I'm going to turn my life upside down and change my name. She'd have been like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, uh, you know, I know it's around lunchtime. And so the next logical thing to do would be to walk downstairs for lunch. And, 
you know, it's, I guess it's appropriate that I tell this story on, on World Vegan Day, which is today. Happy <laughs> World Vegan Day, brother. Yeah, same um, to you. And so I walked downstairs and, you know, I, I would always eat meat with lunch unless it was something very unusual. Like I would have like a turkey sandwich or a chicken salad sandwich or like it would, if I wasn't eating meat with lunch, then I would probably feel unsatisfied. It would, right, it, right. It what else would you eat? Yeah, exactly. So I walked downstairs and mom, you know, I, I'm just basically like, I don't know what just happened and I don't know if I can interact with people. Like it was very, it was very, um, significant, but I also knew that I should try to just let the day unfold, you know, cause what am I going to do? And so I was like, okay, I'm going to walk downstairs and I'm going to try to just have like a basic conversation with mom and just see how that goes. And so I get down to the bottom of the stairs. She says, Hey honey, how's it going? You know, I'm like pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, um, what would you like to have for lunch? Um, which would normally mean, you know, like, let's just say a turkey sandwich. And she, Oh, she said, would you like a turkey sandwich? And, and I said, no, this is important. So the first time ever, as I had sounds coming out of my mouth, it was like I was listening and watching outside of myself. It was like the talking and the experience was happening through me, but I didn't feel like I was choosing it because what I said to her is I said, no, I don't think I'm going to eat any meat today. And I can't honestly tell you that in my rational mind, there was any effort or any thought or any, there was no reason for me not to eat meat. There was no moral reason, ethical reason at that moment. There was no, I didn't taste, it wasn't a taste thing. I didn't feel like it. It was just like those words from my experience just came out. And, um, she was like, Oh, are you okay? And I was like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, I don't know. You know, and I, <laughs> You're I, like, I'm absolutely I like, yeah. not, not okay. <laughs> I was like, I just don't feel like eating meat today. And as you know, like I've never touched another piece of meat, you know, and you know, five and a half years, almost six years. Yeah. And so even though my, my brother credits me from turning him vegan, but I'm not sure if that's, if that's a true story or not, but I'll, I'll take the, apparently yeah. I was vegan before you were, but I don't know if that was necessarily the order. I felt like you were vegan first, but it yeah, doesn't matter. I think, I think we were both vegetarian. And then I think you were like, basically kind of like goading me and being like, why are you not vegan? Like, it's not that hard. You should, was, you should be vegan. And I was like, I, was, I became the annoying vegan all of a sudden. Yeah. And all of a sudden I was, I was like, yeah, he's right. I should be, you know? Like, so and now here we are on world vegan day. Who knew? Yeah. So Never but I would have thought, but I told her that. And then, you know, she said, and so in that moment I realized uh, that there was something much greater that had happened and was going on because what I realized was, you know, you hear people say like born again and you hear it in a negative context in the West, like a born again Christian. But if you think about what that phrase means, born again, what people are referring to is like in my case, all the preferences that I would have told you as identifiers, like I like this, I don't like that. I like this, I don't like that. That's what makes us up. Like that is the totality of what makes up our personality and our journey is all of our preferences. Sure. And I, and I realized in that moment that all my preferences have been wiped clean. Um, and I didn't know who I was in that sense. Still knew my name, my social security number, but everything that would make up my personality in terms of likes and dislikes, I realized that it was virtually a clean slate. 